Hey folks, it's Eddie B from the E's and B's podcast. Just a quick reminder here before we get into this week's episode. If you can't keep up with us, you can keep up with us all the time. That's right, at easeandbees.org. Make sure you guys go check out the new webpage as it's up, live, and bad to the bone. Also, make sure you guys check us out on YouTube and all the social media outlets out there. And if you want to be a part of this show, you know how to get a hold of us at easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com. With that, stay tuned. Coming up next, it's the best breakfast wrestling and sports podcast on your Friday. It's the E's and B's podcast next. Let's go! Wrestling and sports fans. This is the E's and B's, the Bacon and Eggs of Pro Wrestling Sports Podcast. And I'm your host, Eddie Man, you owe me two dollars. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I'm suing y'all. Oh, I'm hurt. Oh, my neck, my back, my neck in my back. Oh, I want a hundred and fifty thousand. But we can start out of court right now for 20 bucks. Man, get your punk ass up. It ain't even wet over here. 
hey, I know you don't smoke weed. I know this, but I'm going to get you high today because it's Friday. You ain't got no job and you ain't got shit to do. Joining us again here on this beautiful Friday, March 24th, 2023, where you be. The birds are chirping, the flowers are blooming, and the sporting world is a boom. You know the drill. Crack those eggs. Get that heat up. Because it's time for the sunny side. There comes the safety blitz, He's flying in from Austin. It's a loss of trail. Right out of field goal range. Opposite safety coming up. You don't have enough bodies to be able to pick this up, John. Looks downfield. Gets to take a shot. Has a receiver. Touchdown. Cody Latimer for 45 yards. Welcome back to the E's and B's podcast. As you heard there in the highlights, week five in the books, X. F-L, that's right, and of course you heard some stars there getting some touchdowns, some sacks, and of course things are heating up as they've got just five more games left in the XFL season before the first playoff here in 2023. Here's how things are setting as we go into week six. How about let's start in the Norths, the only undefeated team that's right standing in the xfl as it sits it's the dc defenders they're at five and oh then we got st louis they're at three and two seattle as well bouncing back from a slow start beginning of the season now they're at three and two and write it down folks that's right my vegas vipers getting on the board last weekend and finally (laughs) getting their first win of the season they are at one and four now down in the south how about this the houston renegades they're at four and one they were the only other undefeated team but they suffered that loss last weekend now arlington they're at three and two san antonio they're still struggling at one and four and of course Orlando, they are still winless at 0-5. Big, big stats as we go into this weekend. How about in the passing? It's still Ben DiNucci. He's got 1,328 yards going into this weekend with seven touchdowns and nine picks, leading all passers. Then over on the rushing side, it's DC's Abraham Smith. He's got a total of 432 yards with four big runs to the house. And last but not least, still on top there in Seattle receiving-wise, it's Shakur Pearson. He's got 438 yards with just that single 
touchdown. That's how the stats set right now in the XFL. Like I said, folks, five more games to go. I know there's a lot of stuff going on, but if you get a chance, check out the XFL this weekend. The games are starting to pick up. Talking about picking up, let's keep things going and bounce that ball from the gridiron to the hardwood. 1.2 on the clock. Hands on their feet here in Columbus. The lob and that will do it. Just a second. A 16 beats a one. Yes, yes, it's definitely March Madness time, as you heard there in the sound clip, starting off last Thursday, trinkling all weekend long, of course, we got narrowed down to the sweet. 16 kicked off just yesterday and today, and of course we know by Sunday, it'll be all the way down to the final four set up for next weekend. We cannot wait, but as we heard, some big names dropping early in the contest there, taking those dancing shoes off very early before they even got comfortable. As you heard, Persuck dropping to FDU, Virginia to form, and it was just all kinds of madness first weekend in, and of course, it's already started again here on the second weekend. How is your bracket looking? I know this, our bracket here ran at the at the E's and B's. I'm definitely at the, uh, the top of the poll with the last four of the only, I should say, four Final four teams left in my bracket. Everybody else is busted or at least only having two at the most left. So (laughs) the future looks bright for my bracket. Maybe not for so many other out there. Of course, I know all of my favorite teams have been bounced out. Now just one Big Ten school left in the tournament. Of course, they played yesterday. But here are those 16 teams that are wrapped up trying to get to that coveted national championship Starting off with UCLA, Gonzaga, Yukon, Arkansas, Princeton was a shocker. How about that team? Creighton, they as well putting forth a good effort. San Diego State, Alabama, they as well still standing in there. Like we said, MSU, Kansas State, Tennessee, they're still hanging on. How about another shocker? Florida Atlantic making it to the Sweet 16. Ick, Xavier, they as well. Texas, Houston, and last but not least, knocking off my Hoosiers, it's those Hurricanes. Who will be cutting nets? And who will be going home early? We cannot wait. Make sure you guys check out the E's and B's picks and gravy presented to you by this podcast each and every Saturday on the YouTube. That's where you'll find out who we got. Hey, I went 14 and 6 last weekend, so not too bad on a Saturday-Sunday spurt. And I got to say, I got a good feeling I'm going to do even better this week. So check us out each and every Saturday. E's and B's picks. In gravy. That's right. On our YouTube. You can follow that at easeandbees.org where all of our social media outlets are. All right. Keeping things going here on the sunny side up. Let's stay in the basketball world and go from the college to the pros. Yes, it's a three-man game. Huge game in the standings for both teams. Where wins the series 
as Wood penetrates and gets that one to fall, getting Gallo to the end with 115 left. Here comes the ball screen from Draymond Green on the switch. Cleva has Curry. Got one to five. Curry behind the basket. He's got the basket. This an easy run. There's a three-point lead. Lob inside the Doncic, underneath the basket, better put it up. He does miss it. Thompson saves it. And Rudy Fine with 1.7 seconds There you have it, as you heard there in the sound clip. Things getting spicy in the NBA world. All these games beginning to mean more for each and every team out there as we are getting ever so closer to those playoffs. That's right, folks. Just two weeks left in the NBA world, and then we'll be talking playoffs. That's right. And, of course, we know those play-in games are what's the main focus on everybody's mind. And, of course, everybody keeping a close eye on how those standings set. Let's talk about that. How about out in the East holding down that 10th spot? With a game and a half lead, it's the Chicago Bulls. In ninth, it's Toronto Raptors. Eighth is going to be the Atlanta Hawks. Seventh is that Miami Heat team. Sixth is the Brooklyn Nets. Fifth is the New York Knicks. Fourth is the Cleveland Cavs. Third is the Philadelphia 76ers. Second is Boston Celtics. And on top there in the East still is the Milwaukee Bucks. That's how things set. Now over in the West in the 10th spot, holding down just a half game lead. It's those LA Fakers. Then in the ninth spot, it's the Dallas Mavericks. Eighth spot's going to be OKC. Seventh spot's going to be Minnesota Timberwolves. Sixth is going to be who you just heard there, the, t- the Golden State Warriors. Fifth, it'll be the LA Clippers. Fourth is those Phoenix Suns. Third is going to be Sacramento Kings. Second is the Memphis Grizzlies. And of course, on top in the West, how that has been for a while is our Denver Nuggets. That's right. Now, let's talk about those teams still trying to get inside that that little window and be one of those play-in game teams. How about out in the West? We're looking at the Pelicans and the Jazz. They've got the best opportunity as it sets with just possibly 10 games left. And then out in the East, it's those Pacers and the Wizards. Those four teams right now holding on one last hope, hoping they can be inside when it all comes crumbling down here in two weeks when we start talking NBA playoffs. How about let's talk about three games you check out this weekend. Starting off, game number one, it's going to be those Philadelphia 76ers. They'll be traveling to Golden State Warriors tonight, 10 p.m. on NBA TV. Game number two, how about this? It's going to be the Milwaukee Bucks. They'll be coming right here. That's right, playing the Denver Nuggets. That game tomorrow, 9 p.m. on NBA TV. And game number three of the weekend, keep your eyes out. Big playoff contention here for both sides, even though it's East versus West. It'll be the Chicago Bulls traveling to the L.A. Bakers. That game, 3 p.m. on NBA TV. Like I said, folks, it's crunch time there on the hardwood. We'll be breaking down all the winners, losers, and who's in and who's out right here next week on The Burst. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy. Spread the butter. Tell a friend. Tell a famber. Tell someone about this podcast. Keeping things going here on the sunny side up. I know we're talking playoffs. Well, how about from one playoff push to another? Let's go from the hardwood to the pond. That's right. 
things heating up on the ice, as we said, and they are as well in their playoff push as they're trying to wrap up the last few games of the regular season. They're in the NHL. Standings definitely tightening up, and of course, just like the NBA, that wild card spot is all so coveted, and everyone trying to get their squad up in their position to make that final push for the Stanley Cup here in just a few months. But let's talk about how things are setting there for the playoff setting in the Eastern Metro. How about game or how about team number one? We got Carolina. Two is New Jersey, and three is the Rangers. In the Atlantic, it's Boston as one, Toronto as two, and Tampa Bay as three. Now the wild card for for the Eastern right now, as it sets, here are the four top teams. We got the Rangers, Pittsburgh, Florida, and Washington. Like I said, it can fluctuate. There's such a tight running there in the Eastern. Now let's flip to the Western in the Central. It's Dallas at one, Minnesota at two, and Colorado there at three. In the Pacific, it's Vegas at one, Los Angeles at two, and Edmonton at three. The wild card looks like this for the Western. Seattle, Winnipeg, Calgary, and Nashville are the four squads looking to get inside that playoff push. How about three games you must check out? this weekend on the ice starting off with game number game number one Tampa Bay they'll be traveling to Boston that game 1 p.m. tomorrow Eastern on NHL Network game number two it'll be Buffalo traveling to the Islanders that game 5 p.m. Eastern tomorrow on ESPN plus then game number three how about this the Washington Capitals they'll be traveling to the Penguins that's right 8 p.m. Eastern on ABC three games you must check out we'll have all the winners, losers, and everything sliding off the ice, leading to this, leading to the Stanley Cup playoffs right here on the bus. Keeping things going, just a couple more things before we get to this week's meet. Let's change pace and talk finals. How about that? Going down earlier this week. That's right. This a double play has Japan one out away. Otani's ready. Trout's ready. Three two. He struck him out. And Tani strikes out Trout. And Japan's back on top of the baseball world. Congratulations to Japan. As you heard going down there earlier this week, the final of the World Classic played there in Miami and came down to the final pitch as Ochani striking out Trout there, winning three and getting back on top, stopping the USA from becoming back-to-back champions as they had a big, big, tough road, in my opinion, to get there. Japan just dominated, obviously, their side of the bracket, walking all the way there to Miami. But USA, they had their struggles. They lost, of course, the only game there to Mexico, but it was not an easy loss. loss. It was a dog walk. And uh, we definitely were hoping for revenge there in, in the final game against Mexico, but they could not pull it out over Japan as we knocked off Venezuela, of course, shocking the world, beating Cuba to get to the finals. All kinds of good action in the World Classic this year. Of course, the big injury news there for the Mets. Their closer going out for the year, breaking his ankle in a celebration uh, after a home run. Of course, that was the big injury news coming 
out of the World Classic. But once again, congratulations to Japan. And uh, we'll keep our eyes on some of those studs like Darvish and them this season as they go forward. But let's talk about that real quick as we are just a couple weeks away from opening day baseball. That's right. And of course, you know, here at the E's and B's, we love us some stickball. And we'll be, dry, we'll be diving all into this season as all the moves and teams you're going to be wanting to keep an eye on. And of course, our preseason picks. We'll have all that right here, breaking it down a little bit more as we get closer next week on the best. All right, let's switch gears real quick. Go from the let's go from the diamond and get to the track and talk some racing. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Well, we're we're looking at Ryan Sieg, and uh, he's currently running fourth, but that's Josh Williams who was asked, as I told you, to go to the garage for extending the caution. The debris came off his car. He has parked his number 92 at the start-finish line, and oh he, no, he's walking to the garage. Look at this. Is what this an exit. Wave and see you later. Oh, no. White flag, one lap to go, sponsored by Coretta One Bank. Take your, take your block here. It's going up. He blocked him, much like we saw. Outside, outside, outside. You got help coming. Outside, Joey. So Joe Logano right on the outside where he wanted to be. Bell with the big push. Big push on the bottom. Now LaJoy to help Kozlowski on the bottom. And the car that has led 139 laps today is going to lead 140. Joey Logano dominates Atlanta. And Team Penske and Ford. Wow. Takes me right back. Put him on that outside. Yes, congratulations there. And that's how it started and ended there last weekend in Atlanta, as we heard in the sound clip, starting off with that Xfinity race. And of course, the talk of the NASCAR world this week as that Josh Williams guy, that's right, the number 92 machine in the Xfinity series, parked his car on the start finish line after being told to go to the garage in the race as he lost some debris while he decided he was going to park it and walk through the infield there uh, on his own two feet. And that's what happened. Of course, now released this week as he's been suspended this weekend. Won't be able to be getting into the next race, but that's all right for him. It sounds like he's got that publicity that he was looking for. But in other news, as you heard there, in the end, the number 22 machine coming out on top, dominating and finally Finally breaking that Chevy bow tie streak. That's right, as this season has started with all Chevy winners. Well, now that Ford Oval getting into the winner's circle there last weekend in Atlanta. Congratulations to Team Penske on an outstanding job. Of course, old Team Penske member there thought he had it in the number six car of Brad Kozlowski, but there just was not the right block made at the right time. And of course, he comes in second place. But congratulations to the Fords finally knocking off those Chevys. And that makes another new winner here in this season. So very interesting stuff as they will be turning not just left this weekend. That's right. As now they'll be turning right traveling to the first road course of the season. That's right. Coda going down this weekend. And of course, we'll keep our eyes on the weather. As we know, the kid race in the rain in this track as it's a road course. The windshield wipers and brake lights will be intact. And of course, so will those road course ringers. Big names already announced. Going to be trying to get that big trophy there on Sunday. How about back in the series? Jimmy Johnson, we know this. Not so much a road course, road course ringer, but 
He was in the IndyCar doing a lot of road course racing, so will he have an advantage there at Coda? We'll keep our eyes on that one. How about Jordan Taylor? He'll be driving that number nine machine, Napa car, that's right, for the Hurt Chase Elliott. We know this, he's good at the road course. How about Jensen Button, the big name everybody will be keeping their eyes on? Of course, Connor Daly back on track there in NASCAR. So, some big names stepping in this weekend on the road course, but... Will it be broken down to the normal cup drivers? And who's got the best left and right? We'll keep our eyes on that. We'll have all the winners, losers, and parked cars right here next week on the best. Keeping things going here in the roundy round world. Let's talk about going down next weekend. That's right. Oh! Benin weekend for the short track world for most of the nation. As we know, late models, legends, modified sprint cars, Figure eight, street stocks, anything you want, they'll be on track starting next week in most of the cities surrounding you. And of course, we'll be breaking down all of our favorites right here each and every week and keeping you up to date with all the big news you need to know about. How about late models this weekend? That's right, they're running in Florence. Bubba Pollard has been on a roll. Keep an eye out for that one. But we'll be breaking down our favorite, the Outlaw Figure Eight opener next weekend from the Speedrome right here on the best with that that's gonna wrap up the sunny side but we're not gonna get out of the racing world because coming up next on the meet we're gonna talk about all of the bad to the bone action going down this weekend in the no prep smoke die world right here on the best you're listening to the e's and b's podcast Hey, this is Eddie B here. Make sure you guys are supporting all the local people around and all the small businesses that support us here at the E's and B's, like Ohio Grudge Racing. Make sure you guys go check out our friend Josh Robinson at OhioGrudgeRacing.com. Support him, buy some merch, and follow all of his feeds there on YouTube. Shout out to Josh Robinson and Ohio Grudge Racing, a proud sponsor here of the E's and B's podcast. me as you know we are still talking racing here on the pod and of course we're diving into the no prep small tire world this weekend of course kicking off one of the big bad races there on the east coast everybody's talking about it's dick or dies flashlight fiesta number three and then of course it'll be going down this weekend some big names on the docket that's not the only race though that is on the docket for the weekend of course racing across the nation going down and as limpy always says the streets are always open but we'll be diving into some of the big names you got to check out of course we want to get a big shout out to dragger dies ken no prep felons bob rice Corey Stamper here at Spool, or Corey Stamper there of Spool Media, and Robert Smith of Pennywise 
racing and media. Those people I just mentioned are the people you do want to make sure you're subscribed to this weekend because they will have all the coverage going down live there at Digger Die Flashlight Fiesta. You don't want to miss it. Of course, go give those guys some, some support. Make sure you guys like and subscribe their page as they do each and every time they go to the track. They bring us the biggest and baddest of all the live action they can. So shout out to all those people. Once again, that's Ken from Drag or Die, No Prep Frillins, Bob Rice, Corey Stamper of Spool Media, and Robert Smith of Pennywise Racing and Media. Those people, like I said, you must have on your subscribe list there on YouTube as they will have all the action coming to us from Dig or Die, the big race kicking off the year. Of course, we know this. The big names will be all scattered throughout the sea or throughout the season at different races. And we'll be touching on that as they come. But we'll be diving into the races that we are more interested into all season long. And here is another one of those big races. How about the Interverse going down this weekend? And our boy Limpy will be on the light. Finding out just a couple days ago that SRC, that's right. Billy the Kid and Tommy will be in action this weekend down there as long as everything went well in their testing session in Mississippi. So cool, cool stuff as, like I said, all the big dogs will be racing. They'll be scattered throughout each and every weekend. We'll be trying to pinpoint where most of them are at, but those are two huge races you must check out. Like I said, in the uh, drag or die, you know, guy will always keep you up to date with any dig or die races. But here, when they scatter out throughout other states, not everybody has live feeds. So make sure you guys are staying in touch with us here at the E's and B's as we'll keep you up to date with all the other big races. Well, how about another big race everybody's talking about going down? It was supposed to be tonight, but weather kind of shaking it, sticking it. We'll be pushing it back for Saturday and possibly Sunday. It's Cincy Street Nights. That's right, going down up there in Edgewater. Of course, the big race, 10K to win for those small tire guys, a lot of big names heading that direction, trying to win that big pot. Like I said, kind of shocking to see SRC heading south versus north, but understandable when you're just learning a new motor, breaking down a, a, a whole new setup in a vehicle. You definitely don't want to go run with the big dogs for the big money and get embarrassed. Not saying he would, but definitely makes sense. So starting out the weekend hot, dig or die, Cincy Street Nights, and... The Interverse going down. Three badass races you must check out. We'll have all the winners and losers from all those. Let's talk about winners, though, from last weekend. That's right, the warm-up going down there at Shadyside. Big small tire race, and, of course, coming out on top. The man everybody thought would, bringing it back from the dead. That's right, beer money in Lyle Barnett. Congratulations to Team Lyle Barnett and beer money pulling off the big win but over on the second chance side it was a team matchup in the finals that's right coming down to a former E's and B's veteran that's right team meatballs Alan Thompson he went up against his partner in crime in a new car that's right one of our favorites Smokey and Zach Jones that's right those two battling it out in the second chance finals and Zach Jones and Smokey Coming out with the win, so congratulations to those guys there at Team Meatball. Not where they wanted to be at the end of the night, but hey, 
better than nothing. They are coming out second chance winners. Keep your eyes on that team as they'll be moving forward, staying on fire. Also, big races last weekend, an eight-car shootout. Our boy Casey Max, that's right, in the Firebird. Ryan Mitchell coming out on top there. Congratulations to him. And then, of course, last but not least, out in Vegas. It was Alex in the uh, Tweety Bird over the other guy that's been bad to the bone hot lately, Stephen Little in Kraken. Congratulations to Alex in a bad-to-the-bone race there in Vegas. Like I said, folks, we'll try to keep you up to date with all the racing action, not only from the Roundy Round world, but the script as well. And, of course, like Limpy says, the scrapes are always open. With that, we cannot wait. Make sure you guys check out all those people we listed for the live action this weekend so you do not miss out. With that, that's going to wrap up the meet. Stay tuned. We're going to get to my favorite part of the show, and we're going to bounce off the ropes and talk some wrestling. Next, you're listening to the E's and B's Podcast. Wamba, wamba. man he's what we used to be he, he's like our fathers he's a professional wrestler <laughs> what we used to be you see i'm a fighter which in turn has allowed me to be the megastar around here and you come in here and you say all these things that you're going to do when we know you're not going to do them because look at your track record let's look at it You didn't want to do the Stardust thing. So what happened? You ran away. And what happened? You ran away. You started a company and a promotion that you couldn't get over in. And then you ran away. You're not cut out for this. You keep talking about finishing the story. April 2nd, I'm going to finish the story. No, you're not. April 2nd is just a moment. It's an opportunity. It's like a lotto ticket for you. Your real moment is on April 3rd. Because when you wake up, you're going to have to look in the mirror. And then you're going to have to confront that adversity again. Not like you used to. Because when you look in the mirror, I want you to make a choice. And I want that choice to be something that your dad could be proud of. Otherwise, you're just going to do what you always do. And run like a little... There you have it. Things heating up over there on Raw. Of course, we are just one week away from the world's largest event in WrestleMania. Of course, traveling to LA, and we cannot wait. The buildup is definitely intensifying for the bloodline. Of course, as you heard there, Roman and Cody face-to-face this past Monday, and shots were fired. Uh, We cannot wait. I know this. They've been spicing up this whole bloodline story, and basically it has taken over 
what everybody else has even talked about for WrestleMania. I mean, people aren't even speaking about matches already dropping off, people not going to be there. It's kind of wild, but will this overshadow the rest of the two-night extravaganza? We cannot wait. We know tonight on SmackDown, it's the go-home kind of event for SmackDown and the go-home Raw there on Monday coming up next week. Of course, we're going to be diving all into that, dissecting, looking for any inside scoop on possibly what to expect there in L.A. That's right. We cannot wait. But let's talk about some of those other storylines. How about Brock Lesnar? Him and Osmos. Is that going to be the spectacle that we talk about coming up the following Friday here on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports Podcast? Or will like I said two weeks ago, Roman, or excuse me, Seth Rollins and Logan Paul steal the show. I think that's the match to keep your eyes on. Plus, don't forget, there will be a Hell in the Cell match along with a six-woman's tag match. And, of course, the queen herself putting the title on the line up against the Destroyer's favorite wrestler right here at the E's and B's Wrestling Sisters. That's right, Rhea Ripley will be going up for that belt. Um, Will it be a... Main event of one of the nights, that's still to be in question. We know this, Roman and Cody, definitely main event of either night one or two. What will be the other? We'll have to wait and see how things shake out. And, of course, we'll tell you all the storylines and everything you know. Like I said, folks, we are just one week away from the WrestleMania everybody's been waiting for. We'll have all the stories you need to know right here next week on The Best. Keeping things going. Don't forget, also, Hall of Fame there next Friday night. It will be Rey Mysterio, the great Muda, Stacey Keebler, and now announced earlier this week, comedian, actor, and, of course, extraordinaire, the one that changed the game back in the late 80s, none other than Andy Kaufman, that's right. So some big names going in the Hall of Fame next Friday night after SmackDown. So that will be interesting. Of course, we'll have everything else you need to know right here on The Best. Keeping things going, let's turn the page and go to the other channel. What is BK going to the balance is amazing. Block great some distance. Be there you have it. Starting the night out there Wednesday night with a hot one. As we heard, we knew for the first time there on Wednesday we were going to get a matchup, but we weren't sure on how good of a matchup it was going to be. But I got to tell you, folks, if you have not seen Kenny Omega versus Valkino, you got to go back and check that match out. Some amazing moves were done. An outstanding story was told. And these two, I don't think are done. Of course, Vikingo is the AAA champion down there in 
Our boy Conan, shout out to Keeping It 100. Those people down in AAA know that he is that great, but we didn't know until Wednesday night. And, of course, I was warned listening to the podcast earlier in the week that Conan said, you're going to get a show and it's going to be bad to the bone, and it was. So shout out to Conan for that. Awesome, awesome stuff there Wednesday night. Of course, we also got another returner there back in the ring Wednesday night. Sting! Making his 2023 debut for AEW this season. Finally, in a six-man match. And, of course, putting on a show as he stole the Orange Cassidy gimmick. And, of course, had the crowd popping in the end. Of course, the stinger drop to Kip Sabian. And the one, two, three to finish it off. But, very interesting stuff. As I got noted, I think this is closer and closer to the end for our man Sting. I gotta say, I see it coming, and I think that it will be a matter of time before they announce that retirement match. I don't know who it will be, but I know that day's coming sooner and sooner. Other things that happened there on Wednesday night, the crowd popped for this. Return and revolution and have their sights set on the EW World Tag Team Champions, the Gods. Hey, no one wants to hear that song and no one wants to see you. Don't touch me. Calm down. Calm down, boys. We're not here to fight you this time. We are here to talk business. Yeah, but no one wants to hear you talk. We don't like you. We don't respect you. And guess what? Uh, You guys are losers. You lost three sets of belts. You lost to us. There is nothing, look at me, there is nothing you can say or offer us for you to ever get a title shot again. Nothing. Nothing. So if we say that we will never challenge you for the AEW Tag title again, if we lose. Oh, no, no, never challenge? No, no. Do you not hear what I'm saying, you hillbillies? Nothing. There's nothing. What do you have to offer? Nothing! Okay, well, if you want to prove it wasn't a fluke, if you beat us again, we will never tag together in AEW again. The breakup of FTR is so heartbreaking. Look at my face! Nothing! Nothing you can offer us! We will never get... All right, all right. If we can't beat you and win the AEW tag team titles... You heard it right there. That went down Wednesday night. The hottest team, tag team, I should say, in the wrestling business, FTR, putting their careers there at AEW on the line. Now, the answer they got was not the one they wanted as they got spit in the face from the guns. We'll keep a closer eye on that as the AEW pay-per-view build starts to pick up we know this kenny omega hangman that storyline building but i forgot to mention starting the night out we went with cop and ambulance sirens as they were loading up the box into two ambulances story was they were jumped we found out later through the night it was the big bad bbc that's right john moxley and crew definitely doing some heelish things and of course they were there at the end of the night again 
trying to cause havoc and definitely leaving a weird situation for Hangman and Kenny. So keep your eye on that. Are they going to get back together or are we going to get that dynamic big match between Kenny and Hangman again? I cannot wait. The build for Double or Nothing is in effect and we'll have all the stuff coming out of Dynamite and Rampage right here on The Best. One last thing before we wrap this show up. Make sure you guys are out there supporting your local indie wrestling promotions. Us here at the E's and B's, we're proud to support Rocky Mountain Pro right out of Denver, one of the baddest local indie wrestling promotions around in our our opinion, but you got to support those local indie wrestlers because they got to get their start somewhere. So going and checking out them guys each and every week or on the weekends when you got nothing else to do, that puts more money in their pockets and betters their opportunity to see them live on TV. So make sure you guys are out there supporting your local indie wrestling promotions like we do here. Rocky Mountain Pro, one of the best right here in Colorado. With that, that's going to wrap up the show this week. Stay tuned. Coming up next, we're going to wrap it all up like a burrito. It's the toast. You're listening to the E's and B's podcast. Yeah. Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man, I still go. Go, go. It's everybody's favorite part of the show. Get out your jams, your jelly, your cinnamon, your butter, your sugar. It's time to spread it. It's the toast. As we always do here on the Toast Weekly Wrap-Up, giving you the shout-outs that you want to hear, and of course, what we got coming up here for you next week. Let's start on out with those weekly shout-outs. want to give a big shout-out to Ohio Grudge Racing's Josh Robinson. Also, big shout-out to Happy and Kinsey at Support Your Local Street Racer. Shout-out to our boy Limpy. Shout-out to No Prep Felons, Bob Rice. Shout-out to Carolina Performance, Robbie and Robert Dollar. Shout-out to Spool Media's Corey Stamper. Shout-out to Team Meatball. Shout-out to SRC. Shout-out to Old Man's Garage. Shout-out to 24 7 Motorsports. Shout out to Jimmy Dale, aka Tom Gunner, who aka was supposed to be our guest. Hope we will have him next week. We'll see. Shout out to Bipolar Racing Performance, Jasper Graham. Shout out to Jeff Thomas and Julie Randall. Shout out to Pennywise Racing Media's Robert Smith. Shout out to the Tonys and Matt Smith. Shout out to Team Hilton and the Beta. Shout out to Rocky Mountain Pros, Yaden, Dustin, Lilith, Brimmy, my boys, Neil, Brian, Tony, Ty, and oh, my peeps at the Green Solution, 810 North College Road. Make sure you guys check out the Green Solution for all your cannabis needs all right like i said folks supposed to have a guest this week i know you was anticipating the most entertaining man there on youtube right now in my opinion and uh we just having uh some some uh scheduling conflict here so hopefully we'll have him on before that street big old race he's got that big old street gangsters race he's got going down there at yellow belly hopefully we'll get old jimmy dale in the door and on the e's and b's so you can find out all you need to know about that, but stay tuned. We'll have some other guests coming up here in the next couple weeks that you do not want to miss. Just be checking out the easeandbees.org page to find out all about that. Also, you can check out the easeandbees.org page to guide you to all of our social media outlets out there. That's easeandbees.org. Make sure you guys also checking out each and every Saturday morning on the Ease and Bees YouTube page. It's Picks 
and Gravy, presented to you by Ease and Bees Podcast. It's our weekly Saturday and Sunday sporting pick show. That's right. We pick all the categories of the sporting events going on throughout Saturday and Sunday, give you who we think is going to win. And of course, in each category, that famous Gravy Lock. Coming off a good weekend last week. Make sure you guys give us some support. Hit that subscribe button. Also, that's where you can follow all of our interviews that we have here on the E's and B's, that's over at the E's and B's YouTube. We're trying to get those numbers up because we will be coming to you live here in just a couple months at a couple races. You don't want to miss the action because I'm trying to bring the best footage I can to you. And we're also going to throw some new new things in the works at you as well with some live interviews while on the property. So you don't want to miss it. Go to that E's and B's YouTube Hit that subscribe button and check us out with that. All right, keep things going. Also, make sure you guys know new E's and B's merch in the works as well. So if you want some of those old E's and B's shirts, go to the page, check it out. We've got just a few left, and the new stuff should be coming out here at the end of spring, right before we go on our big trips. So cannot wait. New E's and B's merch. You can go check that out at easeandbees.com. Or, hey, if you want to be on the show, if you're a race car driver, wrestler, or just playing someone out there trying to promote yourself, get at us at easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com. Give us your story. We'll get back to you and get you on air. That's easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com. Also, still looking for some sponsors. I know you heard that one today. Ohio Grudge Racing. That was just a friend friendship deal there. Oh, you can be just like Josh and Ohio Grudge Racing on each and every podcast every Friday and on Saturdays, Picks and Gravy. That's a video version, so you can send me a video, anything you'd like, and I'll place it each and every Saturday and Friday here on the podcast. Get at us at Ease and Bees Podcast at Gmail. We'll get back to you and talk about sponsorship. All right, with that, let's get to this week's Sports Illustrated Fact of the Day. The first goal in the MLS history was also the 1996 MSL Goal of the Year. Made on April 6th when the San Jose's clash, Eric Wanda, scored against D.C. United in the 88th minute with a cutback on the left side that then rolled inside the far post. And that is today's Sports Illustrated fact. All right, with that, let's get to what everybody's waiting for and rip your city. Top 10 cities downloaded goes like this. Number 10, coming off last week, big shakeup. How about in the home state? It's Valparaiso, Indiana. Shout out Valparaiso. Number 9, staying right there in the Indiana state, it's going to be Westfield. Indiana, shout out Westfield. All right, traveling just a little bit more east. It's one of my favorites. How about Charlotte, North Carolina? Shout out to Charlotte, North Carolina. Number seven, how about this? Shepherdsville, Kentucky. Shout out to Shepherdsville. Number six, hit right back to Indiana. How about Indianapolis? Indiana, shout out Indianapolis. Number five, right here in the home state, it's the home capital. How about Denver, Colorado? Shout out Denver. Number four, oh, dropping spot. We're going overseas. It's the old faithful. How about Frankfurt, Germany? Thank you so much, Frankfurt. Number three, back here in the state. How about Johnstown, Colorado? Making a big move. Shout out to Johnstown. Number two, it's the home place where we stay. It's Fort Collins. Colorado and back 
on top for the seventh week in a row. Shout out to all my friends, my fans, and everybody. It's Louisville, Kentucky. Thank you so much, folks, for all the love out there. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a member, tell someone about this podcast. Have an awesome spring first weekend. Be safe out there, and you know the drill. And until next week, make sure you eat your breakfast. Have a safe weekend. We love you.